And the last question as we segue to the end is what is your definition of an everyday hero? Because I, I think that you obviously are the definition of uh, kind of a more than an everyday hero, <laughs> having done what you've done. So what would you, what, how would you define an everyday hero? I haven't really thought that through. And that's a great question. I like the question a lot. I think it's one I should have a ready answer for. And, and I it's don't. unusual you don't have an answer. For this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and as I've gotten older, I've, I've learned to slow down. But an everyday hero to me is somebody who looks for opportunity to help somebody and and takes that opportunity. So there's much opportunity out there, and a lot of people are missing it. They say, that's not my problem, that's not my responsibility, whereas I'm looking to see where can I help this person. Okay, where so can I not... say an encouraging word? Where can I give a hand? You know, somebody's got two grocery, three grocery bags. Can I, can I open that door mm-hmm. for you? Can I, can I do something for you? Right? Hey, it's good to see you. You know, mm-hmm. can I, can I, can I just make them feel better? And so mm-hmm. the everyday hero, I, I don't think you got to jump out of a helicopter to be an everyday hero. No. You know, I think the the guy at the grocery store that's still encouraging people after he's gotten beat up all day. Is an everyday hero, you yeah. know the 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 waitress, the uh, you know anybody that's doing work that's serving people and that are doing it with a smile. Most of us don't understand the power we have for each other, yeah. the encouragement that we can be to each other, and how much we can lift each other up. And to me, the everyday hero is looking for those opportunities and taking those opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I named these podcasts the Everyday Heroes because. What I've experienced is when you see someone uh, who thinks they don't have any kind of heroic acts in their life and you start digging into their life, what comes out is something very profound and in some cases very inspirational for other people because most people don't see themselves as heroes. Most people see themselves, their life as kind of humdrum going along. But when you dig in and and you find some of these stories, right. they're very inspiring, very powerful. Well, one of the things is people have a, such a narrow uh, uh, definition of hero, you mm-hmm. know, that if you're not a rescue swimmer or a Navy SEAL or an Army Ranger, or you haven't, you know, firefighter crashing into a, a you know, smoke-filled uh, room, fire-filled room, or mm-hmm. a cop running into, you know, gunfire, you know, so they think oh, hero only means that. And that's not true. Let me wrap up with one quick story. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was in the hospital and we had a young guy, 26-year-old guy that was having a massive heart attack. You were in, in the hospital as an EMT? or yeah, As an ER tech. Yeah. yeah. So we got this young guy and uh, and I used to do the EKGs. So mm-hmm. I did the EKGs. You know, so a guy came in with chest pain, but he's young, has no body fat. You think he's not having a heart attack? Mm-hmm. Well, let's do an EKG just to make sure. We hook him up. And he is. Mm-hmm. He's having a massive heart attack at 26 years old, mm. and, and, and he doesn't fit any of the criteria. Mm. And all of a sudden, it's an all-hands thing. We're trying to save this kid's life. Yeah. And we're like, why are you dying? This you know, and at some point, I got the idea, is like, if there was ever a time to pray, it's now. Mm-hmm. And so the doctors are all kind of doing all their things, kind of get, and they moved away because we got to figure out how to get him up to the cath lab, either by helicopter or by ambulance. What's the traffic doing? Because we got to get him up there quickly. And so all the doctors sort of stepped away from the bed and gave me this window of opportunity. So I stepped to the bed and his mom's in. I said, you guys have faith. She had a cross on. And she said, yeah, we have faith. I said, have you called a, a church to have them start a prayer chain or a prayer train? She goes, no, I never even thought about it. I said, let me pray. And I prayed real quick, maybe 30 second prayer, mm-hmm. just a real quick prayer. 
And I stepped back and the doctors all came back and started doing the thing. We put the kid in an ambulance with the head ER doctor. He, he's the ER department manager went with him. That's how bad they thought he was doing and what they had to do in order to keep him alive, getting him up to the, uh, the cath lab. Yeah. So they, they sent him up there and uh, we go back to normal. And then a week or two later, I was asking the first doc, Dr. Peacock, who we had been, I'd been working with. I said, hey, how'd that kid do? She goes, I don't think he did very well. He was pretty sick. She said, I, I don't think he probably made it. And I thought, and I actually said to God, what was the point of that? What was the point of me praying? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I thought, well, that's kind of weird, you know. And I just kind of went about my business, not thinking. And then a few weeks later or months later, it might have been two or three months later, I'm up at Costco with some friends after Sunday after church. And we're up at Costco and the girls are out shopping and some of them down the bathroom. And I'm sitting at the, with a mixture of my kids and their kids. And this lady comes up to me and she goes, hey, are you a nurse in the ER? And I said, no, I'm not a nurse, but I'm an ER tech. She goes, I'm the mom. I said, the mom of who? She said, that that kid, the Dixon cop that came in with a heart attack. And I'm like, no way. I said, how's he doing? She said, he's doing great. Wow. He's just got back to work on light duty. But she says, you'll never know what you did for me. She goes, I called seven different churches. I got on seven different <laughs> prayer trains. And she goes, and she goes, uh, she goes, I had a calm and a peace about me. She goes, I had to finish every one of uh, his dad's phone calls. His dad couldn't do it. He would start breaking down. That's and she'd cool. take the phone and she said, I'd finished every one of his phone calls. She walks away and she says to all the kids that are with me, your dad's a hero. Wow. And wow. I'm like, here I am, the guy who jumped out of helicopters and I get you're a hero because you prayed 30 seconds wow. in the hospital. Is- and so we got to bring that hero thing back into, did you stop and pray for somebody today? Yeah. Did you stop and make that difference in somebody's life? And then I heard from God tell me, don't ever question me again. When I tell you to pray, <laughs> you just pray and don't worry about it. And I'm like, all right. That is cool. You know? That is a great way to, to wrap this up. You got my you got me crying now, buddy. <laughs> this is great. Thanks, guys. We'll stay tuned for the next series uh, on Chuck's heroic life.